Welcome to Signs of Life, Exploring Survival of Consciousness, brought to you by Forever Family Foundation, on the web at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. I call your name, the echo is haunting, the echo is always the same. I call your name, the echo is haunting, and echo Hello and welcome to Science of Life Radio. I'm Kimberly Saavedra, Director of the Comlock Center, and tonight is all about you and your personal experiences. Everyone has a story to share, and we invite you to share yours with us. Mainstream thinking may not be the same as our thinking, and we want to help shift that paradigm to include all of these experiences that we like to talk about here and explore and integrate and make easier for other people to do the same. And although mediums provide a valuable connection to the deceased, this show centers around your direct experiences, which do not involve a medium. Your co-hosts tonight on this Signs of Life radio show are Janet Mayer, Forever Family Foundation certified medium and author of the book, Spirits, They Are Present, and Dr. Betty Kovach, author of The Miracle of Death, There Is Nothing But Life, and Merchants of Light, The Consciousness That Is Changing the World. I'd like to get your pen and paper handy, please, so I can give you the call-in numbers because we really want to hear from you. 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831. And tonight we're welcoming Janet back, so let's do that first. Yes, welcome back, Janet. Did you have a good vacation? Yes, I did. And it's great to be back with you, too. I missed you guys. So it's great to be here. And you didn't say who you are, Kim. Oh, I I introduced myself, Kimberly Savage, director of the Comlock Center. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay, great. That's good. Well, Janet, do you have some interest? Oh, do we have a caller? We already have two Yeah, we have callers. Go ahead and jump right in. Lisa, hello. Thank you for calling. Hi, can you hear me? Just barely, if you wouldn't mind speaking up a little, it would help. Okay, I think that might be better. A lot. That's wonderful. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. How are you? Thank you. I'm well, thanks. This is my first call, and I just find it very kismet that you're having a call like this, because something happened on Monday, and I was just, I was blown away by it. I was very surprised, and I was wondering, like, I know it's real, but it's like, wow, this is so amazing. Um, I have... There's a small, very small group of us. We used to do a channel meditation over like 20 years ago, and then we resurrected it during the pandemic to as light workers and helping the planet. And it, in turn, it helps us, as it turns out. So we were going into meditation, and it was uh, my friend. It was only three of us. It was my friend's 40th anniversary, and her husband crossed over a year ago, September, and um, you know, wished her a happy anniversary. And uh, we were going into meditation. Every time it's different. You know, it doesn't always seem to be the same. But energy comes from, a, like, the northeast for me. I don't know why. And so there was, like, this wave, this, this like, wavy line of, of like, uh, it, it was beings. And it was, like, circles, like, circles. And it was just, like, kind of weaving around. And I was like, what is going on? What is that? Like, it was all these souls. It was souls that have crossed over. And... 
I was just like, you know, in awe of that it was happening. And all of a sudden, somebody starts pushing their way from the top and pushing their way through, forward and pushing through this, like, zigzag of a line. And it turned out to be my friend's uh, husband. And he's like, I wasn't going to miss this for anything. It was their 40th anniversary. And he's been very connected to it. She had a um, <laughs> magical memorial mystery tour up and down the coast of all the places they used to travel on their sailboat this summer. Um, she had this great big thing, you know, and, and he was there all the way and everybody kept feeling him. And it was a very interesting experience for her. So he, he, you know, he came and then um, there was some other, this other being who had crossed over my friend, friend and the other woman there, she had someone who crossed over and uh, she came. And then it was like my great, my grandfather's mother's, mother, um, who I seem to be connecting with. I don't know why. I don't know what she wants, why she's connecting with me, but, um, she was kind of there and I, it just was so surprised, but there was a line of people that want to talk and communicate and it just blew me away. And I was just like, you know, I was trying to keep it at bay cause I, I you know, had to, I'm managing my energies and, and setting boundaries and just, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm going through a challenging time on my physical end and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm not sure like what my purpose is now and stuff. I've had these great challenges. And then there were all these, these lines of beings. And I was like, I don't know. I, you know, I just don't know. I still don't know. I'm not going to make judgment about it, but I never had anything like that happen before. And then you're having this call for us to share this, our stories. And it's funny because I was like, who could, who could I tell this to? Who could I say this to that would understand? And oh, that's the first time I'm calling. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like divine timing. So thank you so much for letting me share. Well, did the others experience that, too, what you experienced? Oh, yeah. She knew her husband was there. Um, oh and and, and it, was think- just, it was absolutely amazing. We, we work in a very high vibration. We've, we've worked with channeling, um, you know, different, you know, ascended masters and divine beings of light and um, all kinds of beings and also those who've crossed over. and medium came to me in like the mid nineties, you know, and, and energetic healing and, you know, psychic awareness. I took a class for three years, <coughs> excuse me, certification class. So, you know, I've been doing this, you know, for a long time, but, um, you know, and then the meditation start came back and my friend's like, when it came back two years ago, she's like, we're supposed to get back together again. And there's only like four of us, maybe five sometimes. And, um, she says, she says but I'm not supposed to do it. And I had already gotten the message that you're going to be leading you know, you're going to be running a group. And I'm like, I'm not running a group because I'm not advertising and I'm not putting it out there. Um, I did that once. And, not, and it was just like, you know, so the, the way the group got back together was amazing. Sometimes a few other people occasionally pop in. But how it got together was amazing. And then just Monday, though, it just, I thank you so much for letting me speak this in words because the experience of it. And if I don't know if you, if you, you know, I don't know if you tap into these things. I don't know about these calls. Like, but it was, it's like there's a whole bunch of people out there waiting to communicate. And, and, and I'm not yes, saying that. It's yeah. I'm not saying it's with yeah. me, but just in, in general. No, so I encourage others to listen. Well, I just, it's wonderful that there were, it's as though they were waiting for you to get back together, you know? Yeah, that's, Betty, that's exactly what I was going to say, that if you show up, they're going to show up. That's what they're letting you know. If you show up, they'll show up and that's kind of a validation and comfort at the same time. You know, I mean, how cool is that? 
Very clear. Oh, and, you know, the earth is going to change when there are more people doing that and experiencing that. And sharing it. And sharing it. Yes. Sharing it. It changes the way we live in the world. Oh, my gosh. Right. Oh, I think it's wonderful. I just, I really, by exactly what Betty had said the whole time you were talking, Lisa, I thought they're letting her know that if she shows up, they're going to show up. So to keep at it because you just got your validation, you know, I mean, that's, that's how I look at it. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I do too. Thank it's you. wonderful. Wonderful. Keep that, at it. Yeah. You know, have such an experience and that you can tell people, you know, I hope there are many people yes. listening. And it was shared in the microcosm, and now it's shared in the macrocosm. <laughs> yes, right, right. It's true. Right. It's, Thank it's you. kind of interesting how these things are synchronistic. You needed to tell that, and we needed to hear you. That's right. <laughs> right. Well, and you it's know, so funny because I was like, who could I, yeah, who could I tell this to? I was like, I don't know who I could, like, start talking to this about. And then, boom, there you are. <laughs> there you oh, all great. are. <laughs> oh, those things happen just when they need to. <laughs> well, call us anytime. Yes. Well, yes. This, this particular um, theme is on the 4th. Thursday of the month. So we won't meet next um, month because it'll be Thanksgiving, but we would love for you to call in again. Well, thank you so very much. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I would like to add one thing to that. When I thought it was interesting too, how Lisa said they used to have it and then they stopped for a while and then it kind of all started up. And I always think that there's, you know, messages in that because you have to sometimes take a break and go in different directions, you know, feel your way out, do different things, try this, try that, relax, take a break. And then things start falling back into place. And they kind of came back really quickly from what it sounds like for her. And I think that's really cool that it's, you know, basically saying, okay, now you're showing up. So we're going to do the same thing. And oh, wait, by the way, we're going to give you validation. Oh, and we're going to show, you know, we're going to bring in, um, I can't think of his name, who she just said, you know, the man who they were, you know, looking for for forty, who was their fortieth anniversary, or and I think that's really cool, you know, that that's all these little things are happening all at the same time, you know, that's the pieces of the puzzle that create it, and I think that's really, really beautiful. Yes, and that you create the channel, the path for them to come in. That's such a sacred activity, and you create the boundaries so that the in your time and space yeah. and energy and availability, mm-hmm. yeah, right. yeah. Right. It all has to come together. Yeah, it does. Well, thank you so much. Oh, yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. That was great. That was something. That was something. We have, we have Diane from okay. California who's been waiting for us. Are you still waiting for us, Diane? We can't hear you. We need to hear you. It sounds very, very low. It was. It was. Yeah. We need we need your volume up though, Diane, or some. I'm not. Uh, yes, I certainly am. Oh, beautiful! Oh, That's okay, good. Here. Thank you oh, so okay, much. Great. Yeah, my husband died some years ago, and uh, as self therapy, I started uh, writing to him in my journals and a poem every day. And this went on for a very short time before I was getting communications back from him in different ways. One was extremely vivid dreams that I'd never had before, uh, more real than everyday life. And sometimes in the dream, we would ponder this and wonder, 
did we go back in time or you know did you really die or not he seemed more more real in the dreams than anybody in everyday life and when i'd wake up i'd have to remember that he'd been cremated to establish that indeed he was dead because he was young and vibrant and uh, had more energy somehow in those many dreams that he would uh, visit me in, usually between sleeping, sort of the hypnagogic state, I guess, between waking and sleeping. And then he started sending uh, what I considered signs, uh, things um, in various ways, like, for instance, um, I was at a church bazaar, the church where we were married, and I ran across a, a little vase decorated by a child, apparently, with nail polish. And I, he used to love to go to bazaars and Goodwill and so on. And I thought to myself, that's like something Elio would pick up. And um, as soon as I uh, thought his name, I saw another identical little vase, except it had his name written on it. Now, Elio is not a very common name in this country. and. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, you know, it probably had some religious or origin from a Jewish group that was meeting in that church or something, but it was, <laughs> I thought, perhaps sent by him. And then various other strange coincidences would crop up. Things would get fixed that without my having them fixed. And he was handy. He oh, was the wow. type who could oh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, I kept writing in my journal and kept writing poems and recording, of course, all these things. And finally, uh, friends uh, advised me to organize all this into a book. So I saw there were several themes that recurred, and I wrote a book called uh, Love of Finished Years, subtitled Messages Between Soulmates, and it was finally published last year, so... Um, Congratulations. Yes, Kim is writing that down. What's the title again? Love of Finished Years, Messages from Soulmates. Was that right? Between Soulmates, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really wonderful. You know, I'm impressed with the fact that he was, as so many people report, from when we meet others from the other side, they're energetic, youthful. But I love that it's so colorful and so vibrant. You know, that's a wonderful uh, experience, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's a commonplace that when they appear in dreams, they are not, as we last saw them, usually no. declining no. and old and so on, right? They're no. young and vibrant. Yes, right. and I hear that from every instance of someone having an experience. It's always that they appear in their prime or yes. well, if they are not. Yes. Oh, yeah, very well, yeah, for sure. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I gave a yeah. presentation on my book to a group of, uh, you know, elderly people, and many of them had had similar dreams, and it was always the same story. It's uh, beautiful, yeah. It is, and I think, you know, dreams are really important, and when people pay attention to them, and I liked how you mentioned, you know, it was almost even stronger than that energy when he was, than when he was here, and I like that because kind of a vibration, and I think people forget about that, that you know, we do, we are vibrating all the time and we are like, you know, just because our, our body has, is no longer, you know, is no longer here, that the, the soul or the spirit is still here and that energy and that vibration of them, you know, you can, you can pick up and be in tune with, and it feels even stronger 
because you're not like paying attention like yes. visually to them or something doing going yeah. on. You're actually feeling it, and it's kind of becoming a part of you. Yes, you, know? you would think since science is dealing with these, you know, such subtle energies these days that they would be interested in this manifestation of subtle energy. You know, there's a lot out there. Yeah, there are scientists who are, and certainly the scientific and medical network in the UK really is a hub for scientists and mystics. And what these scientists are doing is just phenomenal. They are very interested in exactly that kind of thing. And uh, it was when quantum physics came in, the people... Some of the scientists in uh, the UK said, well, you know, we've, <laughs> we've had only material science and we can't ignore what's happening around us with near-death experiences and visions and dreams. So they started that organization and it is very powerful. You can join it, actually, uh, the Scientific and Medical Network and then uh, sign up for the lectures that you want to hear or the dis- group discussions. It's, it's really top-notch science. And mysticism. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is oh, fun. Great. Wonderful. Mm. They're finally meeting. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for letting me speak. And uh, I love your, you. your program. I tune in virtually every Thursday. So it's very exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. And thank you thank for you, talking about your book, too. And I, that's wonderful. That's, I think it's so important to share these beautiful experiences exactly. and meaningful experiences. So between soulmates. Yes, between yeah. soulmates. <laughs> but thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank right. you. Yeah. Bye bye. You know, okay. that that brings up something I was thinking of with, with what she was saying and uh, mentioning about vibration. And I actually thought about this today and I you know, I I go out into these odd directions, but you know, when people are saying, Well, you know, I lost a loved one and they, they go on and I'm like, Well, You know, one thing when you're think about like if you're vacuuming, there's that vibration or that energy that you hear, you hear that hum, you feel that energy. Or if you're drying your hair and you feel that hum or that energy. And it's kind of like when you lose somebody, there is like this hum or this vibration and energy that's there all the time. And when you, you know, kind of focus into it, you know, you do start to receive more. You do get validations. You do get comfort. You, you know, spontaneous things will start to happen. And and I think that when people are paying attention, which, you know, definitely our last two callers have. And I listened last to your last month, you know, when I was out of town, I got to listen recently to that. And I was thinking about how, you know, people are really tapping in and paying attention and they're listening to to their loved ones and they're connecting with them. And I, I wanted to bring up to you, too, that I, when I listened about um, last month, there was a woman who was talking about all the electrical issues. And I thought that was so fascinating because we always say that, that, you know, they start playing with the lights or they do this. And, and I think she, her name was Debbie, I believe. And she had mentioned that um, something wasn't plugged in and it was still lighting up. And I'm like, well, you know, there's a lot of vibration out there that's making that or causing that to happen and we are really participating in it maybe consciously or unconsciously but i think that's a, you know a really big thing to remember is that we need to stay mindful and to you know pay attention and to listen and then they are around us our loved ones are around us all the time yes and i was just working on a chapter about the mysteries of the heart and and how do we dream you know how some people will say to me well i 
I just don't dream anything. It's just nonsense. I just, nothing happens. And so we were talking about how important it is to, as in any relationship, if you really want to dream and you're not having dreams, is that how do you nurture a relationship? Well, you pursue it and you focus on it and you talk to it and you ask that, that that dreamer, that dream maker within us, within our soul will hear us and that we, we want to hear what, what messages can be brought through the dream maker, through the heart. And, uh, so as we nourish that relationship, and I was thinking in my own life, how there are times in my life when I get so focused on something that is left brain and rational. And then I think I'm not really dreaming now. And then if I would then turn to the dreamer, acknowledge the dreamer and let the dreamer know how much I appreciate her or him or it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. And how I want to hear the messages. Then it just comes flooding back in in this beautifully, poetically logical way and in color. <laughs> you know, it's right. amazing that once we give it our attention, it will respond. Right. Oh, I totally agree. And and I think, too, and, you know, you do this, our callers are all doing this, is they trust what they receive, even though sometimes they may question it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're listening and they're trusting that they receive something and, you know, they may feel like, oh, I don't want to tell somebody and, you know, but it's, it is their story. It is their, you know, their vision and what they received. And I think by trusting that intuition, it kind of empowers you and opens you up to more. And then, you know, it's, it's like, you can, you know, stay, what what I always think too, is to what I want to bring up when people call in is stay in that moment. Like, remind yourself to stay in that moment a little bit longer, you know, and I think that will keep you there or open you up a little more each time. And, you know, like when you're seeing something and you're shocked and you're like, oh my gosh, it just happened. I can't believe that happened. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You know, kind of stop and bring it up and and, and think, okay, this is happening. I'm a part of this. I accept it. You know, I'm, I'm listening to it. You know, what else are you going to show me? Or, you know, thank you for what you gave me. You know, I'll be open for next time. And I think that kind of keeps the line open, as I say, you know, to the other side. It just kind of lets them know that, you know, you're aware of what's going on and that you did get receive the message and, and thank them. I always say thank you. You know, let them know that you appreciate them doing whatever they can to bring that connection to you, because that's really important as well. Yes, yes. I And I think that while we're we know that, as you would say, the spirits are here and we're open to to feel them and to experience them and, and to hear them. There is also an intelligence within us that I'm calling the dream maker. There is that organizing principle within us. And I don't know, sometimes I think of that principle as a person simply because it's, it's easy to relate. But sometimes I really feel that that it's a personal, it's so intelligent, you know, that if I ask for information and that intelligence mm-hmm. responds in a dream, it's as though we we have a relationship now. And maybe that organizing principle will help to bring in uh, entities from the other world. But I think it's also an intelligence within us that teaches us so many things and responds to how we're feeling and what we're doing or what we need to do and gives us such a, a, a much faster sense 
of reality than we would have without her. Right, right. And and I think, you know, it's kind of the power of intention. It's, you know, yeah, it being open to that. And I think that's that's pretty big. And, and, you know, and I always think, too, is, you know, when you go through grief and you're kind of in a place that's just really deep and it's like deeper than you've ever had to go in a place that you didn't ever want to go. But it, it's within us. It kind of takes us to a different place. It takes us to a different level. And I think that's where our power and tension comes in. And we end up with these new discoveries we didn't know about because people are like, well, I didn't know this could ever happen. I never I never thought about it. I never experienced it. And and now I lost so and so. And this stuff, this is coming to me. What do I do? And it's like, you know, acknowledge it and and talk about it. And even if somebody doesn't understand it, it's OK. It's not their story. It's your story. And you, you know, you can share it if you want. It's your choice. You don't have to. And I think that, you know, it kind of ends up filling a little bit of the emptiness that, you know, grief has, you know, left within us or left behind. And it kind of brings us into this different space, you know, and, and yes, it's all out of love and it's, you know, all with intention and there's a, a connection. And I think that when we pay attention to that, it kind of brings us deeper into who we really are because we forget all that we have the ability to do and who we, you know, we're more than just this human being. I mean, we have so much within us and that's why we really can connect with out there with the universe, with our loved ones, you know, who, who so-called passed or, you know, they're out of their body, but they're still here in spirit and we still feel them. And they're still in that vibration. They're still in is the love that we have for them. And that's what that vibration is. That's humming around all the time. It's because of that love. And I think that that's just really cool when we pay attention to it and, and, you know, you can, and everybody does it their own way. You know, everybody has a story, which is really cool because you keep hearing, you know, we hear all these every month, different stories. And at the same time, they're all somehow in a way connected, but they're all unique, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's, and of course, that's why we have this program is that sometimes people can't find someone who will hear them. And I think that can really be painful if we have something that we've experienced that is so powerful and we know it's real and we want to share it and we share it with someone who can't relate to it. It it can be a little bit could be devastating. Devastating and painful. <laughs> or uh, so that's that's also but I think that you know I've talked about this before, but I think in in our understanding of who we are that we have we have everything within us to experience not only the the universal consciousness that gave us birth, that we are. We are the consciousness. It isn't, as some quantum physicists will say, we don't have consciousness. We are that consciousness. Mm-hmm. We are universal consciousness, and we have the ability to experience it, to access that. Nature has evolved everything we need to be able to experience that vast consciousness. And we now know that so much of it is through the heart, that the heart is a fifth brain component. And that it's just, it's just absolutely phenomenal that science, what science has discovered about the heart, and especially through heart math. Uh, and I just read something and it, it just always blows my mind, but it just gives us a better idea of what the heart is all about. That 
the heart actually gives more information to the brain than the brain gives to the heart. And in the womb, the heart starts beating before the development of the brain. And it has an electromagnetic field that is 40 to 60 times stronger than that of the brain. And it extends several feet away from the body. It's a torus uh, energy field. Its magnetic field is 100 times stronger. And since the heart's electromagnetic field extends into space and interacts with other fields, our heart gives us access to the quantum field or what we are talking about to the spirit world through this heart energy. And there are so many wonderful exercises or meditations to through heart math to focus on the heart and to keep your mind focused that you are focusing on the heart. You can put your hand on the heart and then begin to breathe until you can synchronize or get a coherence among the brain components. But heart math says, if you ask your heart a question, you'll get that information. And when we see the incredible energy field that is in that is our heart, we begin to understand what we mean by frequencies mm-hmm. and vibrations. And it is the heart that gives this to the other brain components far more powerfully. And it's where we feel, where we love. And as the Supis say, it is the organ of soul. And so I think it's... Uh, just when we're in an, a room with someone like Kim and I are sitting here together, our electro, the fields are blending together. And you know, when you hug someone, your heart begins to synchronize with them. It's just, right. we are such phenomenal beings, but we experience that phenomena through, through the heart, really. And it informs the whole brain, <laughs> the whole body. That's right. Yeah. No, that's true. That's beautiful. And I mean, you know, I, um, I did many years ago, there's a heart meditation I did with pranic healing. And I always thought that was, you know, it's basically a heart meditation, and it goes out to the world. And I think that's kind of, you know, something I always, you know, add in, I guess, to my other meditations. And um, with a neuro there's a neuro meditation institute. And one thing they did is they were hooking up your brain to see how your heart when you do this um, and it was that exact same meditation, the heart meditation or the heart um, yeah, meditation from the pranic healing course that they did. And it, it shows different things, what happens to your brain, to your heart. And I just think that's really cool that it yeah. does show there's, you know, there is a lot of things out there that, you know, you can look into and find out information about and, you know, try these different things and open yourself up. And, and I, I always like, you know, I always look into that because, I always, I kind of stay the same with a lot of my meditations and I'm not one to follow someone talking all the time in a meditation because I meditate a certain way, mainly because of, you know, being a medium, I have my own way I do it. But I also like certain meditations that are like for the world or for the universe and, you know, or a heart meditation, that's something to add in. And it just kind of opens you up a little more, which is kind of, you know, I think that's really good too. And and I even say that too, if you're going through, you know, the loss of a loved one to meditate and you can meditate on them, you know, you can connect, you know, your soul to their soul and, and, you know, ask them to come through in some way and give you, you know, I always feel like grief is in the present. Grief isn't in the past. It's not that they passed. It's still here. Your grief is still in the present. And 
you know, we exist in the present. So we have to connect to them and we have to look at it as they're with us now. You know, they're not in the past, they're right here. And so when you meditate with them, you know, it's like they may not be physical, but it's very spiritual. So if we accept it and we experience with it, I think that's a really good way to connect with your loved ones too. Well, and I think the fact that people we love do cross over, do die in this language, is that they pull us into spirit. I mean, if we never thought about it before, we will think about it once someone dies, someone we love. And my husband was not, I mean, he wasn't, he didn't pursue that sort of thing until our son died. And then he was full focus uh, and and totally changed by it. And I can remember earlier in my life, I was always interested in these questions and they were questions for me. And I kept having dreams that I needed to give birth to myself. You know, And mm-hmm. evidently I had a hard time doing that. I think that I, by going to the university so long and teaching in college, I was always focusing on my left brain. Although I, did, I always did focus on my dreams, however, but uh, after our son died, uh, a, a little while after, I kept getting these feelings, you know, to give birth <laughs> to this. And so I had a vision with, I was in the hospital and there were a group of, there was a group of doctors around me and I was going to have, they were going to have to do a cesarean <laughs> because I evidently wasn't able to give birth otherwise. And my son was there. And then it seemed that they put my body into a glass coffin and then put it into an oven. These are such mythological themes, but there it was in my vision. And then uh, while I was in the, the coffin, I began to see the jackal go all around to every place I had ever been and and take in all of those events, all of those experiences and uh transform them in his own body. And then I looked back at the coffin and I realized that as he was eating all of those events, I was giving birth. But what gave birth, the body disappeared and the heart began to be radiant and it gave birth to a new body. It was the heart. And it was, a. I could see the heart there in the coffin. My body was gone. The heart was there pulsating and giving birth to a new body. And when I stepped out, they were there with their hands and they said to me, um, what was it? Uh, something, something about the radiant one. And I realized they were all radiant. And I think, and so we all bowed to each other and said the radiant mm-hmm. one. And I think what one of the things that was telling me is that we become radiant through the, through heart, through the heart. It's a heart that gives birth to who we really are. Well, and the radiance couldn't be without the energy either. No. Uh-uh. Without the frequency, without That's the... That's right. It's all there, that, that powerful energy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it someone called while I was carrying on? No. It's time to give the call-in number, though, oh. because we want to hear from some more listeners. 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831. And I kind of like the theme tonight, um, at least partially being about vibration because some weird thing happened to me last night i went to bed and um once in a great while i'll feel something in my ear and it seems kind of like an equilibrium kind of a shifting or just some energy flow and just kind of kind of like a ooh. but last night when i went to bed it was more like 
not quite pulsating, but it was a vibrating thing. And it was, hmm, hmm, hmm. And it kept doing that over and it did it like about 10 times. And then when it was finished and it was pretty fast, but it was like breathing in and bringing it out regularly kind of, I don't know what it was, but it was this humming sound. And then when it was done, it was like my body was released and it was like lower on the mattress. Wow. (laughs) Like, 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 and I thought, was that just kind of letting go of some kind of other, um, like unconscious tension in my body? And then when it was done, it was just like, I was almost like flattened. That's and it was like, wow. Well, it could be. And I must say to everyone, given the way she works so intensely all day long, <laughs> is, is, but that is interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way, is that it just was kind of releasing all mm-hmm. of that energy. Perhaps. And then it didn't flatten me, but my space in the bed was lower because of it. And I think it was just my body relaxed to some degree. Yeah. And I thought, what yeah. the heck was that? Well, you know, some people who have an out-of-body experience have told me, that they hear is the kind of humming sound like and then boom, they're out of it. It was similar to that. It was similar to this. It it didn't seem circular, but more in out, in out, Mm. but the similar sound. And why wouldn't we feel vibrations in that way? Whatever they mean, you know, we have to kind of allow ourselves to find out, but yeah, that makes sense with frequencies and vibrations that we're talking about. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. And I mean, that's, you know, especially too, when you lay down, you know, when you're tired, when you're relaxed, then you kind of open up and you become even clearer than, you know, maybe you're busy during the day all the time, you don't have time to stop and focus or meditate. And when you're at night, when you're super tired, or you're exhausted, or you're just relaxed, and you kind of like you said, you're just sinking down, because you're letting go of all that extra energy that's been building up around you. It's, it's allowing you to be more open to, for experiences. You know, I mean, I've had, I've had numerous experiences like that as well, where, you know, I mean, actually when, um, gosh, probably, I don't, when Forever Family first started the radio show and I was on one of the shows and I was all, you know, hyped up and ready to go and I had to do readings and I had all this energy and it was, you know, blah, 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 blah all over the place. And when it was over and that evening I went to bed I just, I, I was just vibrating. My whole body was shaking and I felt somebody grab, you know, above my feet on my legs and just hold it. And, and, you know, what's the first thing I do? I look up in bed is like, who's there? And I realized, wait a minute, how can somebody be holding my feet under the covers? And with that, it disappeared. And, you know, of course I'm, you know, telling my husband, you know, somebody is grabbing my legs, you know, and, (laughs) It's like, okay, so it happened like three times in a row. And I realized they were trying to help calm me down to bring the energy to release all that energy that had built up from the readings and all the energy coming towards me. And it was so cool, because it was one of those things that I thought, I just can't believe it was so, you know, unreal, there was actually someone holding my legs and my foot right where your feet are. And it was the weirdest thing. And and, I mean, the bed was kind of shaking and and it was very weird. And and it was just like, okay, but you know, it really showed me that they're watching out for us, our loved ones that are around us in whatever way, whether, you know, it was people that were coming through that I did not know that were helping out and they were, you know, maybe energy workers to help calm me down to release the energy, or maybe it was loved ones saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's all good now, you know, let go of that energy. And, 
And I think that's, you know, one thing when people talk about, you know, having dreams all the time or, or they're having, you know, these experiences or a loved one comes to them when they're, you know, when the bed, because they're relaxed and, and they're not thinking about everything going on throughout the day. And they're not thinking about I can imagine if Kim, somebody grabs Kim's legs, she <laughs> yeah. might not be so relaxed as you, Janet. Oh my God. I, guess, I guess there's someone who's calling in now. Bill? Bill has called us. Hi, Bill. How are you? Hello. Hello. Thanks Hello. for calling. How are you? Yes, great. I, I find all of this fascinating. And it's, it's something that I thought was sort of a rather unique experience to me when I first experienced something like this after my father passed. And, and I've come to realize that it isn't all that unique, which is great because I realized that it's happening for a lot of people all around the world. And, mm-hmm. and I, what I felt was unique and different and maybe not even believable, I've learned is, is actually very common. And I've, I, I'm, I think your show is fantastic. I've listened in in the last year to other programs and have learned more. I've talked to a, a couple different mediums and have learned more that way as well. And I, I think it's really wonderful for people to take the opportunity to investigate this topic. Oh, yeah. And for oh. and for me to get to cut to the short, um, and I, I identified with what you were saying earlier with uh, electrical experiences because in my case. Um, after my father passed, it was actually the next day in uh, 2015 that uh, my brother and I were walking through the garage carrying uh, items that we had brought from the extended care facility where he had been, where he had spent the last uh, couple of months of his life back into the family home. And we were walking through the garage and he had his prized Cadillac and it was a newer car in the garage. And as we walked right by it, the lights flashed twice. So, so I looked at him and I'm like, okay, you have the keys, right? And he said, no, I don't. And he said, I thought you had the key. And I said, no. And we were, and we were both, and it was somewhat unlikely because our hands were full. And we were oh, both carrying yeah. things through the garage. <laughs> and so we we both immediately went into the kitchen, went to where the car keys were kept, and in fact found both sets of car keys in the drawer. Oh, perfect. So we, oh, we, we looked at one another, and there was no doubt, you know, that <laughs> something oh, had just happened because there was no other reasonable scientific, logical explanation for what could have happened at that exact moment. Because we had been in and out of that garage many times in the months prior where nothing like that had happened. Nothing. And, and how then, wonderful and to then, come through that car. <laughs> is gone. Yeah, exactly. And then, and, then that, and then that also occurred to me years later when there was a second experience in 2018, uh, I teach a workshop at the Esalen Institute in Big Sur, California, and I was preparing in, two, in the fall of 2018 to lead my first workshop there, and I was in my room there and thinking to myself, wow, it would be really nice to talk to my dad, who was always a great positive influence in my life and uh, was just a warm, gentle, you know, great person. And so just as I was thinking that, the, the light 
on the counter started blinking. And I thought, I thought, wow, that's a really unusual and unique experience. And, um, and so I unplugged the light and thought, okay, this may just be, and it was a brand new light as, as well, but I unplugged it, turned it off and then plugged it back in and the light was on for maybe another 45 minutes. And then I started thinking again, okay, uh, okay, dad, if you really want to make that light blink anytime now, just have it start blinking. And lo and behold, it did start blinking again. And so I was like, wow, this is is just remarkable. That's a good one. It is so. You know, it just, that presence is such a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Then when you know, yes, that's dad. Well, you know, exactly. Valuable moments. You know, they happen in such valuable moments in ways that would be totally your dad. You know, with the car, that would be a great way for him to show you that it's him, you know, and then you asked him a question and he started flashing the lights. I mean, that's so validating and beautiful. It, it, yes. It's true. Cause I, I didn't previously believe that we could, that we do in fact survive bodily death, but that proved to be, and, and actually I wrote a book and, and the topic that I was teaching there was, on how to unlock the right side of our brains, that intuitive mm-hmm. part of our mind. And, yeah. and so what hadn't happened before, I hadn't made the connection before that tapping into that intuitive mind and that higher consciousness and that spiritual mm-hmm. part of our brain might be a place also that would link us to uh, the other side. And, you know, I just Absolutely. did never, it just seemed, it seemed implausible and it, it and I was happy enough with the work that I was doing, so it it did open up this entire other uh, possibility for me that that I've explored in the years since, and it's it's it really is fascinating. Well, and you know, heart math and other scientists too now know that uh, that the right brain, that intuitive symbolic brain, does have access uh, to the other brain components, and especially to the heart. And the heart connects with the prefrontal lobe. So, uh, you know, as far as the Sufis in heart math too, other scientists, that yes, it's through the heart that we open to the universe. And that heart then would go through that right brain, that intuitive symbolic brain. And so if we can open that, Mm -hmm. uh, then we have much greater access. And it's so sad in our culture that it has been kind Mm -hmm. of closed down for so long. And the left brain kind of split off because the left brain is old is younger than the right brain and receives the poetic logic from the right brain, which is so in touch with the heart. I I just, yeah, I totally agree with you. Well, you extended an invitation bill and then you upped the challenge too. (laughs) Oh, I like it. (laughs) And, And I'm encouraged by what I read years ago about what Albert Einstein said, and I think it themes perfectly with what you just shared, which was that the in his in his words, the left brain is the faithful servant, yes. and the right brain is the sacred gift. And then he went on to say, and the problem in our society is we we live in a world and a society in which honors the former and has forgotten the latter. Exactly. That is like so wow, true. that sacred gift. Yeah, we we we've uh-huh. just become in such a rote kind of industrialized world, and everybody's working one or two jobs, and we've got you know busy lives, and 
we've just forgotten the, that there is this gift that's out there for us, right? Absolutely. And I think it's the experience of that gift and that knowledge that there is another side and who we are that prevents violence. I think that violence occurs when we're discombobulated and not connected to who we are and our relationship to the other side. Right, right. Wow, that, and, that, and, that's a, you know, fascinating. Well, I think, too, you um, you kind of like us, we're all trying to change the narrative. And I think that's, you know, the big thing here, too, is to make sure, you know, to let people know that this does exist. It exists daily, you know, moment by moment. And we all have this ability and we need to keep going with it. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I want to give a shout out to the Forever Family Foundation and to all the work that you do, because I think that it is it is so helpful in, in dealing with grief and helping people understand their grief process and and understand the, the, the loss of their loved ones and, and getting a better sense of that, because it with the, you know, the physical loss, it happens. But when we know that that we live on and our souls live on and our consciousness lives on, it's, it's really, a, it, it really helps us uh, understand the journey. And, and then also not, not, not have to feel so sad about, you know, the, the, the actual physical loss. Well, that was certainly the dream of Fran and Bob Ginsburg. And uh, I mean, a very, very powerful dream. And I agree with you. Uh, they have uh, congratulations go to that foundation. They have yeah. done much and Very remarkable. all of us who are working with it are just uh, happy to be a, whatever small yeah. part we can be. Cogs in the wheel. But <laughs> yeah, they, right. have, they have a very, very beautiful network of people with yes. with, with open hearts open and hearts, welcoming yeah. and nurturing and exploring and, and we've learning been at some together. Of, exactly. And we've been at some of the grief conferences and seen absolute transformation mm-hmm. in people. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. truly knockout to see how much it helps. Well, I guess thank you so much for coming on, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Thanks for thanks for all of what all of you do. Appreciate it. Oh, thank Thank you. Oh, what great validation! That is beautiful. I really like it. I do too. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that that inspires us. (laughs) All of us. Yeah, that's right. We have five minutes left. We do. Yes, Um, and. I'm just so struck with this vibrational stuff. It's yeah. just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's out there. I mean, you know, and, and you can look at it in whatever way, you know, it resonates with you as far as the vibration because you were feeling it. And I think you're just really in tune with it now, Kim, you know, I mean, you're, and, and you probably are thinking, oh, I want that again tonight. I want, I want to do that. I hope that happens again. You know, with the with the you know the sound coming in through your ear and that, and I think that's also something that people always experience when they're going through grief and they have a validation, they have you know a vision or a dream or something, an experience, and they you know you always want more, and you know even you know as a medium, I, I always want more. You always want there's always more, and you know as much as you're grateful and thankful and it opens your eyes. It, you know, I kind of look at it like these are all stepping stones into us learning, you know, to, you know, even more profound levels of consciousness and even more, you know, 
taking it in with a daily practice and wanting to do more and, and be more open. And I think that, you know, that's just really important that we go inward and we, you know, discover what each one of us has in our own way. And, and I love that how Bill would ask, you know, like when his dad, you know, flashed the lights, I mean, how perfect. I love that spirit always knows what to give. They always know what to give and they give it in whatever way, you know, they can and however they can. And at the right moment. And it just every time I hear that, I'm sitting over here smiling, going, yes, yes. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah. And, and that's part of what I was thinking, too. When I'm thinking frequency, it's that energy. It's, it's, that energy. it's the, the mm-hmm. electricity stuff, mm-hmm. too. And it was reminding me, although I don't recall the salient details, as you two might, about some of the stories that... um Diane Archangel had in her book with with the lights going on and flashing and do you remember any of them either oh, one of them gosh. no but I'll look it up I have her books and she has so many wonderful stories in that yeah, book there's I mean, a lot of them yeah we yeah, should there's, there's a lot of cool stories and, and she just had people write in she was doing a survey and she had people write in and they were coming they were sending her story after story that were just you know one was more amazing or fascinating than next and yeah, I think, you know, if anybody gets a chance to read it, I think it's called After Life Encounters. I oh, believe I can right. read it here, After Life Encounters. And I, I don't remember. We should look at that for next time. Yeah. Okay, it must be about time, huh? Okay. It is. Well, all right. Well, I'll go ahead and I'll read the Mahayama prayer to end tonight. We missed this last time, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Well... That's okay. I'm sure that it was there in spirit, right? (laughs) Okay. May all beings everywhere with whom we are inseparably interconnected be fulfilled, awakened, liberated, and free. May there be peace in this world and throughout the entire universe. And may we all together complete the spiritual journey. Okay. Amen. Shungo, is it Janet? Yep, that's it. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thank you, you guys. You take care. And thanks, everyone, for who called in. And I hope that we get more callers. I guess next month we won't be here because of Thanksgiving. Right. So we'll see then after that. But, yeah, please, you know, keep listening to Forever Family. They have some wonderful information to give out. That's right. Foreverfamilyfoundation.org is a great hub for events and exciting new things on the horizon. Yes. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. 